Welcome everyone to the Stogie Mania Podcast, episode 21. Hold on, you fucked up. Why? How'd I fuck up? You're stumbling over your words. Say it again. I didn't... What? Say it again. Oh my god. You're really trying to bury me. This is... Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I want to take it from you. Game on. Here we go. Ready? I'm just kidding. I'm cool, cool. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the Stogie Mania Podcast, episode 21. Join us tonight as we rewind the time and discuss arguably one of the best times of wrestling of the wrestling industry, the Monday Night Wars. Being that we are one week away from something new, something special, the Wednesday Night Wars, AW and NXT go head-to-head. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, so let's light one up for the wrestling fan. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stogie Mania. What's going on, everybody? I'm the one, Savage Steve. Joining me tonight at the table is the one and only Sean Lopes. What's going on, everybody? Kyle doesn't have a microphone, but he is here, the Don Kyle Ferreira. He'll be on in a few minutes after we discuss what we witnessed this weekend. Also joining us, brother of Haircut. What's going on, everybody? And Uncle Bobby B. Bay's in the building. How you doing? So, uh, real quick, I know I just said, said we we're going to be talking about the Monday Night Wars, but we uh, we were at two wrestling shows. This, well, I wasn't. I was at Greektown. Sean got to experience Battle Edge Pro for the weekend. Um, Sean, what did you think of the show, buddy? You know what? Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with the better half, or let's say the more mature half of uh, Santino's kids and uh, and a few international rising stars. Um, in particularly, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jamin... Oh god damn! I forgot his name. I, I forgot his last name, but he's he's the Jamin? is he the war veteran you told me about? No, no, that was oh. Mike Hayes. That's a, that's another one. Sorry. But dog, uh, they had like a killer match, man. And at first they came out with these these gimmicks. Like one guy had like an Avengers axe and and mallet, and and like, then Jamin like, had the like uh, the sword Thor's hammer. Yeah, but it was Mjolnir? like it was like with a, an axe on one side, a hammer on the other. Oh. Yeah, uh, and they did a whole like weapon spot at one point. Uh, Matt was refing that match. And Shout out to the banger, Matt Amaral. They worked the hell out of me because the dude's neck, apparently he had an, a neck issue in the past, and I don't know if he's double-jointed, but I saw something pop after a really nasty bump. Um, they kind of like broke kayfabe. Jamin goes, I forgot who he was wrestling, but he asked, it was he's the light heavyweight champ that he was wrestling, so it was for the title. And then he goes and he asks, hey, are you all right? Like, It was like the most worked spot ever. And it actually got me. And it's been a while since I've been got. <laughs> it was it was actually really good. Mac, M- Matt threw up the freaking X, and then like it was that crazy. Speaking of, speaking of throwing up, don't uh, remind me about about that when we when we get to. Oh yes, yes, yes. So um, so, so you were got. You got. Yeah, got. I got got. I got, got got at a student and at a student show. <laughs> I mean, normally I would attend these things with you, but I couldn't. And yeah. I and I and I, I I'm again sorry that I couldn't. But apparently it was a great show. It was. And uh, from Bell to Bell, coming from you, good. for you to get got, I normally, I'm the guy that normally nails this shit. Yeah. I, you know, I pick this shit out from from a mile away. Yeah. So it would have got me just as bad. Yeah. Just just so you know, so don't feel so bad. I think I everybody mean, was got. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Everybody was got. That's amazing. But uh, that's Mike, a, that's Mike Hayes, you mentioned the war right, vet. Right. What you hear here in the background is an extreme amount of wind. 
just outside the Stogie Studios. Steve is passing gas. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that, that seems to be the pattern. Not yet. Barry Steve. Yeah, just, yeah, just, we're fuck calling this Stogie Mania. Let's just call it Barry Steve. <laughs> like, let's do this. Well, stop, stop botching and we'll stop burying Yeah, there go you fuck go. yourself. No, but uh, Mike Hayes, uh-huh. war veteran. Um, he's an amputee. <laughs> so he wrestles with a prosthetic leg. Like, sorry to cut you off, like a full out leg or full from out. like, from the knee down? No, full out leg. Wow. Yeah, and man. So impressed. His opening promo, he had like that sympathy pop. And then he told a story about how like he was in Iraq and he served and the bomb landed on him, took his leg, um, which was a true story. We got to shoot the shit with him after the show. A super humble guy. And he like, he wants to come back. So I hope he does come back and I'll support him at another Battle Arts Pro show. But this guy, he pulls the, you know, who the first person to help me when I cried for help was a Canadian soldier. The whole place cheers, right? And then uh, he's like, you know what he said to me? Do you need some help, eh? And then right there, like, my cogs are turning. I'm like, this is like the stereotypical Canadian impression, right? And then he's like, you know what I said? It was like something along the lines of, like, telling him to go F off kind of thing, right? And he doesn't want help from a Canadian. So the whole place boos this guy with a prosthetic leg. Like, it was the perfect heel turn. Not, I didn't boo. I actually clapped for it because it was so awesome. Right, that's good. Yeah, it was it was like the most perfect microphone heel turn because of the sympathy pop to the like fuck you guys like straight. And now, uh, since you got to see Matt in person do oh. his thing, how was he? Oh, Matt, Matt's actually a really good ref, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he was putting on a show because I was in that like. No, know. he he mentioned it to me at the gym. He's like, "Yo, Sean really liked my ref. Yeah, so that's why I had to ask you. It like Kelly was constantly telling me, "You're not gonna tell Matt to do his job. Yeah, like, when are you gonna <laughs> chirp Matt? When like just chirp him, just yell at him, right?" And I'm like, "I can't. He's doing his job and he's doing it well. Yeah, right." So I mean that's how passionate he is about yeah. it. So and he's really good at it. And he's got the gimmicked uh, spring shoes. He's not allowed to wear colored shoes in the ring, so he's got those uh, those shocks. Right? I don't. Were those Stop. his shoes? I th- yeah, I think they were. I don't think they were his, man. I don't think they were borrowed. I wasn't even there, and I don't think those are. His. I think he borrowed. Those. <laughs> are they like, like Nike, Nike shocks? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I, Matt doesn't own Nike shocks. I think he forgot his shoes at home, man, and he yeah. just borrowed yeah. them. Well, I, I haven't gimmick. asked. I'm gonna ask him tomorrow before I bury him. I noticed. I noticed him like bouncing around and, and testing the shocks though in the ring. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Good for Banger, yeah. man. Shout uh, out to he, the Banger. Fantastic ref. He's, this guy needs to be on the on some bigger shows. He'll get there. He's uh, He's got a couple lined up, not this weekend, but not the following week. I think he's doing Eclipse, and then uh, he's got a bunch of shit lined up for this month, so he's, mm-hmm. he's doing pretty well. He's he's, ma- he's made it clear to me that after 10 years of being in in the wrestling, he, this, is, this is the most he's been booked ever in the past fucking six months since yeah, we got him back that? into indie wrestling, so See? he's really happy with that. But uh, we also got to attend Greek Town. Oh, on man. Sunday, deuces, uh, deuces. Uh, farewell to Sunny Kiss. Um, we're gonna miss him. Uh, no matter what I say, it was bittersweet at the end of the night, uh, saying goodbye and seeing. Can him we for... still call Sunny an indie wrestler? I mean, well, like until like it actually debuts week to week on television, AEW. Like this is. I would say no. He's no, no longer an indie no, wrestler. No, that, that was his last that was indie last show. That was his last indie show. He's, he's a pro. Know. He's a pro no, that's, now. That's what I mean. Like that show. That show that we we witnessed. Can we say that was his last? Yeah, like, yeah. That's how it was, was advertised. Indie wrestler there. It Absolutely. was advertised as his last. Indie but we can call him an indie wrestler there. And now Correct. he's on. To as soon as that show was done, he, he was no longer an indie wrestler. Yes. He ascended okay. into pro star. So <laughs> he's for, a pro wrestler for a show that 
didn't have the traditional Greek town like ECW or you know that that big marquee name that you can throw on a poster. But can I can I cut you off? I know where you're going with this, but to be honest, I'm glad that they didn't because Sonny so got the good farewell that he deserved. So am I, and I'm gonna go out and say that that was probably the best Greek town show I've been to. Oh wow, wow, yeah. That's in terms in bro. terms of wrestling from bell to bell. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The pre-show with those uh, the Flying Graysons and and Freddie Mercurio oh, yeah. and then like Killian and. Who who's he teaming with? Oh, I can't oh. even remember. What Scumbag Yates. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The match that I didn't yeah, get so to watch. It was like sure. straight heels versus like <laughs> straight faces, and you know what, man, that for like you know a dark match, uh, blew me away. So the six man to start all the way to the six man to end. I think that everyone had to strive to be better than the match prior, and I think it happened. Even even to the heavy storytelling in the, the the comedy match, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? Like that finish was was fantastic. Like yeah, it, it was for a comedy match. Like I was on every move. I missed it. I missed that was the puff in Greek yeah Greek. yeah. I missed the, the I, finish. I had to go. I to the was door on every again. move. But Rob, but, this this is your first Greek Town. First Greek Town show. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, we were hanging out out front. Got there down there nice and early. We were all hanging out out front. There's a there's a nice espresso bar across the street. You know, we got some Bombay. We got some espresso. Kyle, we missed you there, bud. Um, no, we didn't. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, the show itself was was great. Like the, you know, it's, it's an indie show, so there's there's no bad seats. But we had some some real choice seats right on the balcony, right at the front, where we were just above the ring and we could see everything. When you were standing up there, you looked like the Pope. Yeah, yeah. I was. I and I'm. I'm I was facing the hard cam, so I'm probably in the the whole video. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I was just I I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of people I've never actually seen before, but I've wanted to see like Space Monkey. Um, obviously, it was great to see Sonny and Killian, and we got to uh, hang out with them for a little bit after the show. Sonny was really emotional though, so he kind of went off to the back, and we didn't want to we didn't want to bug him too much. Uh, even the, the Flying Graysons were, were a nice little surprise. Those dudes had masks, right? No, no, no. But they were okay from when. They remember when we took the picture with Sonny, I was like, yo, guys, get in yeah, here. Yeah, those are the guys. They, they were like, oh, you want us in the picture? Yeah, we're like, but- yeah, you guys were fucking awesome. Like, get, get in here. They, they were young as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they all rolled together. I got to shoot the shit with them at the uh, after the show. Um, those were probably uh, Sonny's from, friends, Yeah, right? they're from yeah. New York, yeah. yeah. Yeah, super nice dudes, and they were they were really talented. Again, I want to see them again. Yeah. They they were cool. They had that whole Batman uh, flying Grayson's kind of gimmick happening, which was really cool. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure we'll see them again in the future. Definitely. Um, Kyle's, Kyle's doing the cutter sign. I'm trying that to... uh, that big, what was it, a six-man match with Frankie? The main event, Frankie, Jock Sampson, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Channing that, Decker. That, was, that and... was awesome because Frankie, when he, you, you know, you look at him and you look at his gimmick and then he just keeps pulling these like deadpan comedy spots. Yeah, and oh, it works, Oh, it was though. so can, fucking great. We were, I, we were in tears. Can I say I have a newfound... Um, Greektown Wrestling fan in Bill Collier. Yeah, no, that guy's a fucking machine. But he's for always, his but size. he's always been. He's always been. But I mean, they're bringing him more and more out. You know, like yeah. the past couple shows, he did the Battle Royal and then the main event or whatever it was with RJ. Like he wrestled like three matches basically. Well, he was. You know, he was the first champ, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I so didn't he know was that. already up there. Like, oh, this I is not, I had this no is idea. not the first. This is not the first run. I had no idea. Yeah. No well, idea. for me, like, I I found that Channing did a, a lot of work with Jock Sampson during that match, and uh, I'm hoping that it ends up turning into a uh, a title match for Jock, and perhaps the biggest Greek Town after party. It, 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 this thing writes writes itself. Like, oh yeah, he needs to get he needs to get that 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 elusive w. win with for a title. I think the one win like that when he finally gets that win, it's going to be probably the most important win. 
Absolutely. And if it's going to be against anybody, it should be against Decker. But I had the pleasure of once again of being ring crew and doing door and running around with my head oh, cut buddy. off. And it, and it was hot in there. You got, you looked like a glazed donut with that tank top on. Let me tell you, I felt like... <laughs> I felt you got to like, watch out because Puff might have eaten you. I felt like a glazed you. fucking oh, oh, donut, Oh, before I forget, before I forget, speaking of Puff... Uh, one of one of my one of my favorite young guys on the indies, Kobe Durst. I love Kobe Durst, man. That kid's a tank. He can take such a beating. I love his his attitude, especially in Alpha One, where he plays. He's a heel, and he's he just has this like petulant young like reminds me almost of Jericho back in the day when he would freak out. Like, anyways, Kobe yacked chocolate milk. Can I tell you the story though? Yeah, before please. anything, before okay. So obviously, why I'm did he yak chocolate? Uh, let me tell milk. you real quick. So. I'm doing ring crew, obviously, and at the end of the match, I grabbed his. He he normally wears like an like a kind of like an armband, right? Yeah, like one of those yeah. tight like tensor. Yeah, 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 for his elbow and shit. So he left it in the ring, and I grabbed it and I brought it back to him. And when I'm like, "Yo, great match, dude. Here's your th- here's your uh, your gimmick or whatever I called it, whatever his armband." He's like, "Oh, Steve, dude, you gotta do me a favor." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, after that fucking suplex spot we did, I was like, yeah." He's like, "I ran out of the ring and puked under it," and I was like. You're fucking kidding. He's like, no, I'm serious, man. I yacked under there. I'm like, he's like, it was all water though. It's okay. It's not a bad. It's not bad. I was like, he's. I'm like, did you get it like outside of the ring? He's like, no, 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 no. It's under the ring. I'm like, ah, I should be all right then. He's like, yeah, just go check it and wipe it up. Maybe. I'm like, all right, okay, I'll go check it out. So I go check it out. There's nothing there. There's beer everywhere, obviously, but um, no, yeah. I got a picture of it because after the ring came yeah, down, after the ring yeah. came down, yeah, yeah we course. were there that long. Puff is yeah. cruising through the through the uh, through the auditorium with his uh, Rambo Crocs on. And he slips and almost just beats it in and I, I, water my ass. You can tell Kobe I said this. That was chocolate fucking milk. I have a picture <laughs> of it. Okay. But you need to understand though, mm. he came from Alpha One the same day and wrestled like a 20, 30. Oh, yeah. Match. Space Monkey too. He, no, but he wrestled a 20, 30 main. He, he was the main, event, the main event versus the hacker. Scotty they did, O'Shea. Yeah. They did like a 30 minute yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. I was there shit. for the build up for that. The, yeah. When, uh, Scotty came back at the last and Alpha he, One, I and went then to. they beelined it over, and he was like the third match on the card at Greek Town. So yeah, yeah so he, was, he hurled Puff almost yeah. slipped in, it, and then Puff was like, "What the fuck?" And I go, "Dude, that's Kobe's puke." He's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, he's like, and you just see him. He goes, "I'm gonna fucking kill him," and then he takes off towards the back. So <laughs> Puff and Kobe shoot fight. It's nah, gonna happen. It won't happen. No, we're ki- obviously he was kidding. Yeah. Puff's Puff is cool as shit. Of course, Kyle comes here and. Because he's the Don, he just decides. To I know, Edson, you wanted to say something. Jack. Yeah, I'm already calling out on one of Steve's botches. Oh, for um, fuck's sake. Steve, what are you smoking? Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't botch it because I feel like I shouldn't have to. Uh, yeah, he just lit one up, but I thought he wasn't going to light another one up. I'm smoking a Bravo. I lit one up for the wrestling fan. And, uh, Kyle, what are you smoking, bud? Smoking Havana Castle House Blend. Uh, to be honest, I didn't botch it. I was going to wait until Kyle came on okay. to ask him. That's fair. And we were going to do a quick commercial think, after this. Yes. I think it's a cover-up. But nice I to call know. it out. No, but it's, what, it is, what it is is a great segue because uh, Ocho Ortiz did their thing, and uh, they invited me this time to be on their podcast. Uh, I was kind of egged on a little bit about Steve's botching every time I was there. Uh, of course, I played along, but uh, Steve's probably one of the most integral parts of this fucking podcast, to be honest. If I'm going to put you over, I'm going to put you over on my own podcast, you asshole. I love you too. <laughs> but hey, that being said, at least, listen, when I went on the podcast, I already had like bullets in my chamber. Why did the sound just go out? Is that, is that normal? probably your headphones. Oh, there. okay, yeah. Well, I had bullets in my chamber because they already told me that I was being buried for fucking forty-five minutes at this fu- on this fucking podcast. Okay, I lost, I lost all my sound again. Yeah, because it's so fine. Yeah, now we you're just watching. You're not supposed to say like let out you're the not technolo- to talk, technological talk about the production blockers. issues. Yeah. <laughs> Stop fucking with it, then. Anyway, so 
back to my story and i and graciously i went on there kind of like heelish saying that i'm the champ obviously so you guys can talk all the shit you want and i still put sean over i put matt over and they were they were very impressed with matt and i was like do you guys know he used to wrestle and they had no idea oh they had no clue oh wow they just thought he was like a fucking nerd of some sort (laughs) so what you mean they were impressed with his refing no they were impressed with his knowledge of wrestling with his knowledge all of of his knowledge right because he fucking he basically called the whole show with them that's why I let him go up there. Yeah. If there's somebody who that day who was going to make Stogie Mania look good on another podcast, yeah. it was it was Matt. Matt, Matt definitely knows his shit. Matt so. knows his shit, and he called it, I guess he called it right down the middle and rang the bell one, two, three. So, and, and again, Ocho, you know we love you. I'm wearing your hat oh, today. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Actually, he messaged me, DM'd me. I don't know if you got the DM, but he uh, went out and purchased some Stogie Mania shirts. So, oh, shout nice. out to oh, Ocho. Badass. Thank you for your support as Big we support thanks. you right back, brother. Yep. And he also just tweeted some shit to uh, get me my nerves going. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to check the email because I set up an email for Stogie Mania Mail. Let's see if we get any uh, questions for tonight afterwards, but I'll check it after. Anyways, that being said, would you like to say anything else about that? Uh, no, honestly, from bell to bell, I've said it uh, on social media. Rob, you have such a good voice. Why didn't you get on the podcast? On Ocho? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, Ocho and Ortiz? Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't asked. I didn't want to just we were all it, it like, He kind of just called me and Matt. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't just going to jump in there. But at the end of the day... At, at the same time, I can't invite people to other people's podcasts. Right. That's <laughs> like, true. That would it. just be rude, right? right? I didn't even... I, at the end of the day, I had to go defend myself, so I just showed up. And, and honestly, up. like n- nothing against their podcast, because I'd love to be on it, but yeah. I, I just wanted to really just watch yeah, the you know, enjoy, and def- I, That was a good show to, to sit be, back and watch. To be honest, though, I got to mention... Excuse me. I was obviously you guys seen me on the floor and I was doing whatever I had to do and whatnot. But every time I looked up, I I see I see Uncle Bobby V just fucking eyes glazed and just his head was into the match, dude. Yeah. It didn't matter oh, what yeah. match it was. It didn't matter what was happening. He was just focused. Oh, I was so. And then especially the second half when when someone stole our seats, uh, <laughs> and I had to stand. So <laughs> I. Uh, was definitely into the match then because I was like just <laughs> leaning over the balcony, practically over the rope. So I don't know. Yeah. Dying to clothesline you off. No, that, that would have been a, that would have been a hell of a spot. <laughs> you could, I, you I could, could, you could have, have done talk- a moonsault into the ring. But no to problem. Be honest, you could have been talking about that instead of Dave Sidewalk Slam. Oh yeah. My first experience in that auditorium section there was when Janning did that huge uh, moonsault yeah. off, off that off, off, the, off balcony. the balcony. I've seen the video, but I wasn't. Man, there it was a good time. But uh, that being said, we're gonna take a quick commercial break here, and then we're gonna get into the. Um, the topic that I mentioned earlier, the Monday Night Wars. Hey, did you want to support the Stogie Mania podcast? I thought so. You can do that by doing one easy thing, picking up a shirt. You can find our merch at www.prowrestlingtees.com front slash Stogie Mania. You can pick up one of our many designs or pick them all up. Welcome back. So, like we mentioned earlier, well, actually, Edson kind of rudely interrupted me, but uh, I called him out on a shots fired. Kyle, what are you about to light up there, bud? I'm going to light up another, another, because I already finished the first one. So that's number three for today. Number three for today. Jesus, yeah, Yeah, you know, the dawn. You got the money, you got to do it. Smoke them if you got them. Had a boy. I got the House Blend Havana Castle White Label, and I'm again uh, thanks to Ray and Alex and everybody at Havana Castle. You always keep us uh, keep us going with the uh, with our stogies, you know. Support the habit. Not really a habit, but a hobby, you know. Yeah, it's a hobby. For <laughs> you, it's a habit, but for most people, it's a hobby. <laughs> and I'm I just, do what I want. I I'm do just, what I want. I'm just smoking something. Gigi Jeffrey Cole likes to call 
a fucking Bravo. So and uh, Rob, how's that Belmont going down? Uh, Belmont uh, mild with a charcoal filter. Fantastic. That's his gimmick. Beautiful. Hey, sorry guys, I'm gonna cut in here. Gigi actually gifted me a uh, EP Carrillo inch. That's massive. Oh dude, oh it's my massive. god, dude, it was bigger than my horn. Thank you again. You're what? Shooting the indies. <laughs> it's bigger <laughs> than my horn. Shout out to shooting the indies. <laughs> Jeff's a nice guy, and he's got actually. Um, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm not uh, at liberty to say, but good for him. Congratulations, buddy. You know what I'm talking about. If you ever listen to this, anyways, let's get the show on the road. So we are here to talk about the Monday Night Wars. Being that we are on the horizon of their what they're calling now the Wednesday Night Wars, which is NXT going up against AEW. Wednesday now, Night Dynamite. That's their show, yeah. yeah. That's what they want. It's actually just called Dynamite. It's actually just called oh, yeah. Dynamite. Well, AEW Dynamite. I'm calling yeah. it Wednesday Night Dynamite because it sounds you can much call, better. You can call it what you like. I agree. But at the end of the day, um, it's exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Do you guys agree? Absolutely. It feels like we're going back in time. It's like our second go around. Eight, like the Monday Night War. There um, hasn't been a viable competitor to WWE. And, and not even saying that AEW is automatically a competitor but i'm just saying there hasn't been another company with this kind of stature and backing and hype, philosophy and the hype and everything so it, it hasn't happened in like 20 years right. so hell yeah it's an exciting it's time actually, everybody's got options i just saw uh road two and tony Schiavone said the last time wrestling was on tnt was years. march in 2001 One, 18, 18 years 18 years ago. yeah 18 so super exciting time but we're gonna rewind the time we're rabid fans of pro wrestling, obviously, as you know. But I have a few questions to ask the Stogie Mania family. See if see see how they were back, because I wasn't really close with you guys back in that time. I, I didn't even I didn't know I didn't know Rob. Then. I barely knew Edson. I definitely didn't know Kyle or Sean. So, um, buddy, I was like fucking seven years old. Psst, are you calling us old asshole? He's waste youth. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Anyways, so my first question for you guys: Were you a WWE guy or a WCW guy? I'm going to go ahead and take this one first. Go ahead. As long as it was wrestling, man, I didn't really care. I didn't really know the difference. Like I said, I was young, right? As long as as long as long I saw some good shit, I thought it was real. I was a young kid, right? You know what I mean? As long as I saw some good shit, I didn't really know the difference. Then I started seeing like the, like NWO and stuff like that. I didn't know where they came from. I didn't know. I didn't really care. At the end of the day, I was switching back and forth channels. I didn't really know what was what. As long as it was wrestling, I didn't really care what I was watching. Fair answer. Edson? I was a WCW guy. Or, sorry, I became a WCW guy. I went to where the wrestling was. And even though the Attitude Era was great in terms of entertainment value, WCW had a way better wrestling with the Cruiserweight division. They had a legitimate tag team division. Like, in the Attitude Era, there was probably still two tag teams. Like, the Outlaws versus somebody from the Nation of Domination or the Nation. And that was really it. There was nothing really established. But in terms of wrestling quality... I would always tune to WCW first. Yeah, I'm pretty much just on board with everything Edson said. I, w- I was a straight WCW guy. I was all about that shit. shit. I had my NWO shirt. I uh, for, for, for life. Yeah, it was it was and it was cool too because it was kind of like the internet was. I don't know, I don't know if I want to say it was in its infancy, but it was. I would say it was in its infancy. Yeah. It, okay. So it was in its infancy because we're talking like mid '90s here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It, it was really cool to be able to go like online if you if you had that capability and like read stuff that all of a sudden you didn't you didn't know about and and learn all this stuff. But that I was computer I, class for me, bud. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me about. It. But I was definitely WCW. I loved the cruiserweight division. That's where it became a Jericho mark. And I used to love the fact that uh, 
well, they did it at least once, but Bischoff would bring in the guys from, from Japan, uh, from from All Japan Pro Wrestling. And That's where you learn about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then, yeah. You know, like seeing guys like Taka Michinoku and, and stuff like that. It was it was absolutely amazing. And of course, like like I said, the NWO was was such a phenomenon at the time, which was really technically a ripoff of a New Japan uh, angle, but that's, we can talk about that another show. But yeah, I, I like Edson said, I was I was watching WCW commercial time. I'd flip, flip to WWE, see what was going on. Um, maybe if I knew there was a big match coming on Raw, I might watch it if, if you know, the, what was on WCW was like Disco Inferno versus Scotty Riggs. Okay, we'll see what's on, see what's on Raw right now. But uh, no, WCW, man, that was, I was pulling for them. And when, when Vince showed up on... Uh, on Nitro, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I actually got disillusioned with wrestling. I stopped watching for a while. Oh wow, That's for like years. So you were so you were pretty much straight up WCW. Straight up. You didn't you didn't do the the both kind of no flipping. Mm-hmm. Back when when we we got here in Canada, I would watch WCW first. When then, you got here in Canada, what no, you? when when we got the, the oh feed, right right because we would watch it like a day later. I would, or I, would I would watch it all on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah. I had the illegal brown box, buddy. TNT yeah. all day. So like I, I would watch, du- but I would watch WCW first, then I would watch Raw first. The Raw, sorry, second. So yeah, when it first started coming into Ontario, as you yeah. mentioned, or Canada, yeah, it was uh, it wasn't syndicated. It wasn't on its own channel. Um, but later on, it did become on. One was on TNT, and the other was on. Uh, was it TSN back yeah, in the day? Yeah, TSN, TSN owned the rights. They went uh, to initially. TSN, then then TNN, and then like Sportsnet or some shit. I can't even remember back then. But uh, me personally, um, I was a both kind of guy as well. I I didn't. I liked certain aspects of WCW more than I liked WWE, but I liked certain aspects of WWE more than I liked the WCW. As you guys already mentioned, the cruiserweight division, I love that shit. High-flying shit. Rey Mysterio is one of my favorite wrestlers. Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, the list can go on and on. Um, and for the WWE, the story for me was great. I was tired. I started to get tired of the NWO because they started to just rely on the NWO story over and over and over again. Yeah. And basically to get anybody over, they would just slap an NWO t-shirt on anybody. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Even Virgil became a fucking NWO member. Vincent or whatever the hell and you wanted to call him. So. Wasn't Disco Inferno an NWO member Probably. At, at one time? Probably. Uh, he was a wannabe. He never made it in. Oh. Yo, yeah, Buff but, Bagwell, man. But then they started doing their... <laughs> Then they started to do their LWOs and 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 then ECW it got very BWO, yes, and, and, and yeah. it started, and that's when that I, was the downturn for WCW. That was when yes. I transitioned fully over to WWE. Austin was on the rise. You, you blame Vince Russo for all of that stuff. Austin was on the rise. Um, Undertaker was doing very well as as he had been a for lifer for for uh, WWE. DX, I, I dude, I haven't got there yet. Relax, calm down. Well, get there. DX did very well. Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, all these guys started Val to Venus. Do, do their part, and it was just great storytelling for me, in my opinion. So, like I said, I like I liked them both up until one point, and then I had to change, and then I became a WWE guy. So that's that's a long shot. Now I'm not. So you jumped now, on the bandwagon. No, I didn't jump say, on the bandwagon. Right? No, 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 no. I liked. The, I still enjoyed. I would flip over from when, say, for instance, NWO had a segment. I would flip over and watch. I WWE. mean, I, I did still watch WWE. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. just preferred WC. Like I was, a, I was straight up a mark for The Rock when The Rock was a heel. Oh right. And like when, because I, I like, watched from the beginning. Watched The Rock's whole, you know, before Nation or after before Nation. Nation I, I remember him when he was wearing the long blue tassel Rocky fucking Maivia. thing. Oh Jesus Christ! What, like I agree with you there. When the DX was feuding with the Nation is where I started watching more WWE. 
than uh yeah WCW. and you know what i liked the nation man i thought the nation was a great idea and they had a lot of good talent in oh, that yeah. in that fucking group. oh i agree i agree when the, when he rock took it over from farouk and made the actual just nation not by the yeah and then it thing, was just the nation yeah it was sick you guys are taking away some of my questions sorry I steve them yet, you shitheads <laughs> anyways moving along <clears throat> so i'm gonna ask you guys pretty basic questions favorite wrestlers in that time from both promotions kyle um for wcw man uh i used to n64 was my shit you know <laughs> that was your jam but wcw N6- versus nwo yeah, yeah yeah man dude favorite game of all time i used to be la parka all the time <laughs> just because yo that guy was cool you know what i mean yeah, yeah, la parka yeah. was cool definitely nwo is like a staple in my childhood man yeah, they, yeah. they just used to everybody they just beat them down and everybody knows i love the bad guys when they come out with 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 fucking hell's angels and shit, that's like that's like OG gangster, you know? Yeah, what I mean? That was some yeah. stupid ass gimmick. Yeah, it was. Was, it? was that Hogwild? I think it was Hogwild. Yeah, Hogwild yeah. or some shit. That was the shittiest. Or Roadwild because then because then Harley Davidson like sued them. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. But okay, you're you're telling me factions. I, I so is La Parka your choice for WCW? Well, or? like like Bo- Booker T WCW days, the the bomb. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the favorite. Uh, for 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 WWF at the time it was it was Stone Cold hands down hands down hands Stone down. Cold hands down man. hands down you win with that one Edson for WCW it was in the no brainer I'm an Eddie Guerrero bro. I knew you were coming with Eddie that. Guerrero Wait, How what was my not? answer oh no no I, that wasn't my answer that Eddie was my Guerrero answer for another question I'm gonna ask you guys is like top ten wrestlers probably of all time it's too right? bad they dropped the ball on him but the- so I'm I'm gonna cut back to WCW. Chris Benoit, dude. Oh, you guys allowed, are taking all my shit. I know you're not allowed to say that who, anymore. Who said, who but said I don't, you're not? I don't who said a, that? Who Vince said, McMahon said that shit. I don't give a shit because Chris Benoit was the fucking man. I even, we used to wrestle in my basement and I took his move and I called it the crippled crossface. The crippled <laughs> crossface, not the crippled cross. I swear to God. I swear to God, you could ask my brothers, man. Oh, sh- the crippler or the crippled? The crippled crossface. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, give me my lighter, Kyle, or I'm going to cripple your other leg. <laughs> Hold on. For those of you that don't oh, know, Kyle, do you want to tell them why you called it the crippled crossface? Uh, I was born with cerebral palsy. I used to be in a wheelchair for like five years, and the doctors told my parents I would never walk, and then they told me that, and I was like, fuck that shit. So you showed them, right? You now know. I do asphalt. Adam, and that's and my you boy. walk to asphalt. And, I, and I'm the fucking Don. So. And he's the Don, exactly. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm reaching over the table and giving him dabs real quick because he deserves it. Good guy. Uh, Edson, sorry, before you cut you off. So you went with Eddie Guerrero as your and WCW, WCW pick? And I think there was nobody, <clears throat> nobody on the WWE roster that could touch anybody on WCW except for Owen Hart. Wow, there was that's a nobody statement. that roster on WWE had. Yeah, they were night, they were flashy, they were gimmicky, they were entertaining. Like I said, not even Brett, right? At the time, Brett, Brett was on his downturn. Brett was on a downturn. Owen Hart was still in his prime, and like Brett jumped ship, right? So eventually, yeah, you know we I mean? all know that. When like in the heat of the Monday Night War, also Sean was Sean was injured. Uh, Kevin Nash and Skahal made the jump to WCW yeah. at that time. So I'll, they're technically WCW guys at that point. Right. Yeah. And you, Rob? Uh, if we're talking WCW, uh, obviously I mentioned before Jericho, Chris Benoit, uh, definitely the Outsiders. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Rey Mysterio, for sure. He was he was amazing. And if we flip to WWF, uh, at the time, my guy, like I said, was The Rock, man. Like, I was a huge Rock guy. Everyone was all about Triple H at that time. I was I was the rock, and I actually really liked the New Age Outlaws. I thought they were solid ass workers, and they knew how to play their gimmick well. Uh, 
So yeah, I was a, I was a I was a big DX guy, but I wasn't like the hugest Triple H or Shawn Michaels guy. I was I was like the undercard guy. I liked like you know X Pac and and the Outlaws. I think and- I think they made DX a little bit more fuller. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Originally, China Shawn Michaels and and Triple H originated trip, uh, DX, but Rick Rude. And uh, for a minute, and then he went to WCW, right? He but wasn't technically, very long. Yeah. but technically, he was there. Yeah. He did and appear on both Nitro and Raw. The only does. guy to do that, the only superstar to do but that. Then, Correct. But then Shawn Michaels gets injured, or whatever happens, and then in comes the New Age Outlaws. X Pac comes over from WCW and drops the original pipe bomb. If you ask me, um, if everybody remembers that when X Pac comes over and just buries, oh, yeah. buries WCW right on television, yeah. which was a great time. Um, but my picks were going to be, um, I was a huge, huge Stone Cold guy. Stone Cold was my dude. Um, I can't. Nobody I can't. remembers a feud with Owen Hart and Ken Shamrock. That was Absolutely, amazing, that. man. With that heel turn, he yeah, joined the nation. My, my most like, Owen Hart was my boy, but that, that feud was fantastic. The, not, the dungeon match. Oh, man. I'm not knocking any of that, when I, but my, my choice was Stone Cold. My most memorable wrestling moment was Stone Cold and, and Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. The Crimson Mask and how he didn't tap out and he just, you know... He, he yeah, that was Ken Shamrock's debut. He was the referee of that match. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that match. That, uh, actually, I'll ask you guys in a little while. Yeah, I love Ken Shamrock, my dude. Um, he's and the for, dangerous man, man. He's a fucking G. He's actually back on Impact now. So was um, Dan, remember Dan Severn? Dan Severn. Also no, a G. Dude, that guy's been in... That guy's like Steve a OG Blackman. UFC, yeah, Steve man. Blackman was, was pretty badass, but Dan Severn, I wouldn't... Man, like all these... All these wrestlers, I don't care how big you are. Dan Severn is one guy I would not want to piss off. Let me he ask you guys like a question. UFC fucking uh, hell yeah! Like I'm gonna no. I'm gonna proxy Sean's choices for that because I bet you it's Undertaker and Sting. Oh, I didn't even like, mention Sting, but no? I was a, I was a big Sting guy when that yeah. Crow gimmick came out. Yeah, Ooh, Ooh, I know it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was so sick. I know it is. Don't lie to me. Foley too. Yeah, Sean doesn't yeah, have a mic. Foley and this guy. And, oh. oh, I thought you were gonna say Vader. Okay. Oh, okay. So Sean says fully overtaker over the worst. That Hell in a Cell match when McMahon said to never do it again. Oh, yeah. Do shit like that again. Yeah. He said, thank you, but don't, never do that again. Never do it again. Yeah, and that, that was on that... that, that That's uh, because he scared everybody, like his wife, to the fans, to the people in the back. Everyone was scared. Yeah, yeah. Even the Undertaker was scared. And Undertaker originally didn't... Life for the fans and for the company. <coughs> Undertaker yeah. didn't want to do that spot, if you listen to... Yeah, I know, he didn't. He, he, he didn't. Was, he was, he Even was he didn't want to continue the match. He said, he goes, he's climbing back on the top. Okay, I guess we're doing this. And so he yeah. went back up to the climb up to the top. Yeah. Like, it was insane. But uh, we just kind of s- segued into the next question a little bit. Favorite match from both promos? I know this sounds pretty, uh, pretty simple, simple, simpletic, but I'm just trying to, I don't know, rehash the Monday Night Wars in, in, in our minds because we're up against something that's going to be, I believe, is going to be great again, and it's going to make wrestling great again. Not only that, like I recently tweet, like retweeted something and, and posted something. We're going to have a full week of wrestling from now on. A full week. So Monday's Raw. Tuesday's going to be uh, Impact. Wednesday's NXT and AEW. Thursday's is some other promotion. I'm not even sure what it is. I think it's MLW or something along those DNA? lines. No? And then Friday, it's it's oh, SmackDown. And then oh, yeah, yeah, pay-per-views on the weekend. So basically seven days a week, we're going to have wrestling in, in on, 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 I mean, some television. Right? Access so, to it. Access, yeah. yeah. Which is great. It's, it's amazing. It's awesome. But back to my question. Uh, Kyle, favorite match from both promos? Honestly, like I said, I was a very, very young child. So you don't remember much? As long as somebody was getting their ass kicked and I saw blood, I was happy, man. Sean wants to put his hand up. Go ahead, Sean. Go. 
Did you guys hear how Don chugged since, that? Since can? his answer is short and sweet, yeah. How about I give you two that I know none of you are gonna even answer, probably even thought of. Okay. Um, and they're probably around the same time. For WWF, the Boiler Room Brawl, SummerSlam. Undertaker, mm-hmm. and Mankind. Got me so invested into hardcore wrestling with two of my favorites. Right. Now on. the match that really like intrigued me into hardcore wrestling, which was. I made Kelly watch it like the other day. I swear to God. It was on WCW? Yeah. The Double Trouble, Bashing the Beach Bubble, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That was was the Nasty Boys versus Public Enemy. Oh, we talked about this before. The night NWO was actually formed. Oh, yeah. Right? When Hogan joined. So 1996, uh, Bash at the Beach. Mm -hmm. It was a dog collar match. And they just wreaked havoc Mm -hmm. all over the arena. And that... The staging when with all the props and shit. Oh yeah, it made it so much fun to watch, and that's what actually got me like invested right. into like weaponry and, and like, But see, that's that's the seat for the deathmatch, Sean. That's what it was. <laughs> if I is. can segue for a moment here, but things like that are like, you know, you remember that because it was f- new. You hadn't really seen shit like that before. It's those are those are like once in a lifetime almost moments where you can't repeat those no matter how many times you you watch somebody brawl now on a stage or, or do whatever it'll never have the same impact as that one time you watched so that's why hardcore stuff for me has got to be used sparingly and properly because we've friggin seen it all like there's no shock value anymore there's no wow factor anymore speaking of which canadian destroyer officially the most overused fucking move in professional wrestling yes, today sir. thank you somebody said it it's lost the wow factor for me i see it. now it's just like oh yeah canadian destroyer like it's it's it, you, you got to use that shit sparing anyways that was a little segue i wanted to go no, off no on, worries but, but no back worries. back to you steve no wait did you tell you did you say which matches since you already have the oh floor. We're, we're talking about specific matches yeah just, oh shit i don't even remember what i ate for breakfast um, what to eat for dinner uh, I had a veggie sub, man. Delicious. <laughs> I know, we watched him swallow it in 10 seconds. Right. That was pretty epic. I was watching how Cruelty fast. Cruelty-free, baby. Like, I just witnessed two amazing things. One, how fast you chug out the back of sub. The other one, how the Don chew out back this, chug back this fucking can of iced tea here. Holy oh. shit, you guys And that, that cigar, too, man. You're sucking that thing like you owe it money. <laughs> <laughs> so, and w- sorry. Let's get back on track. And, and Sean has popped. Uh, okay, so did you did you have matches in mind at all? Like, I, I honestly I can't even think of of, of specific Nothing matches. At all. I can think of moment like moments. Definitely, Jericho Countdown was like a moment that okay. I will fucking never forget. To watch that live, and it was it was iconic. Right. Um, and then watching you know Hogan join the NWO and the whole creation of that was was pretty epic too. So I, I honestly can't remember specific matches, but I remember moments. Okay, Edson? I think one of them you're going to get, which is a WCW one, and it's like a perfect match, is Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, How yeah. we have it. That was a great match. 1997. Very like, good match. Almost a perfect match. That was- Even right to this day, Rey Mysterio says, I cannot duplicate what happened to that match. That was actually my first choice, but I scratched it out, and I, and I put another So for choice. WCW, Eddie Guerrero versus... Um, Actually, yeah, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. But I was gonna say also Dean Malenko versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, Rey Mysterio, or even Eddie Guerrero. Be- that whole that whole combination uh, was, was disgusting. well, yeah, it was disgusting. I remember watching my first WCW match, and that was my very first WCW match. Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio was dressed up as a Spider Man, and I saw this amazing match. I'm like, what kind of wrestling am I watching? This is fantastic. So it broke your virginity, basically. Yes, basically. Now to go back to what you were saying, Sean, to your point about hardcore wrestling. I'm going to bring up a match that no one talks about, which is one of Shawn Michaels' favorite match. And that was him against Diesel at in your house with, yes, be- good friends, better enemies. I've never seen a table spot like that where you got powerbomb through the table. They don't clear out anything. But then, What were you swinging over there, Shawn? 
The guys remember the end of the match where Kev- Diesel, know. Kevin Nash, goes to the guy with the prosthetic leg, rips off his prosthetic, <laughs> oh, wow. and then goes in to try to swing it. Luna Vachon's father. L- Luna Vachon's oh, father. Oh, really? Yeah. He t- wow. And even Kevin Nash said, he goes, he asks him, which one's your prosthetic leg? He goes, and the- Luna Vachon's dad goes, it's the right one. So he t- rips off the right one. And he goes over swings of Sean. Wow. Yeah, dude. That was hardcore. That was an amazing match. I didn't see anything like that. I watched the background story to that match. Kevin Nash had a verbal agreement with uh, Eric Bischoff that he was going to go over to WCW. After that match, Bischoff called uh, Kevin and said, are you still coming over? Yeah. Because usually when you're on your way out, you don't put a guy over like that. You don't throw on a five-star yeah, match yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but, but, D, but you know Kevin, what I mean. Kevin Nash was loyal, though he didn't want to leave. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. He just—it was a business move yeah, for him. It was, it was, it was all about strictly the money. About Same with Scott Hall. Well, all guaranteed about the money. money, but he yeah. had, he, Kevin Nash said, "I just had my kid. Yeah, so I have to provide for my family. Absolutely, right? Well, yeah, less less dates, guaranteed, guaranteed money. money. Yeah. Come on, but they he still wanted yeah. to put his best buddy over, right? And so cool. on. Scott wanted his money too. So so that match was cool, but also the little secrecies about that match. How they both were doing the too sweet sign before too sweet was cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Well, mine I already mentioned. Um, mine for WWE was Brett versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. Um, just iconic moment for me was seeing Stone Cold not tap out but pass out the Crimson Mask. The whole, you know, they were bitter Epic enemies. Epic storytelling. Great storytelling. Great storytelling. Um, uh, it was just a great time. Like I keep mentioning, great time to be a fan at that time. And now it's it's happening again. Thank God. Um, we had a bit of a drought for the oh, past. Hang on, passed up. You're missing a question. Oh no, no, I'm WCW. Still, I'm going oh, into okay. it, and then my WCW would be. Um, I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but uh, Kevin Sullivan and Taskmaster versus Chris Benoit. Oh, when they oh. fought over a woman? No, it was even before. Like they started to incorporate that, but this was this was like bitter enemies in real life, and they, and then Sullivan was the booker, and he was booking these matches, and that's what made them so. The Dungeons of Dragon. That's yeah. what he was part Dun- of. That, Dungeons, that was Dungeons of Doom. Dungeons, Dungeons of, of Dragons. 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 Jeez. Dragons. Jeez, <laughs> brother botch of haircuts. <laughs> There's a. I'll, t- I'll give him that one. He can have that one. But yeah, that uh, how they how they you guys kept talking about like like brawls and shit. But like you can feel the intensity and the, and the seriousness of this brawl and why they were doing it after you know you find out the backstory and whatnot. And it was just a horrible time for Benoit, but he, as he as he explained on his DVD years ago. But um great storytelling they would beat the piss out of each other legitimately some were like potatoes they were throwing at each other and um but for me i liked every every part of that story for some reason it's just one of the things that came into my mind but my first one was um ray mysterio and and anything ray mysterio eddie guerrero with and dean malenko that whole trio of guys any cruiserweight yeah, match almost. yeah <laughs> i was all about that i was all about it um, well you got to think too like prior to that <clears throat> what's the closest you okay I remember when I saw one, two, three kid do a fucking moonsault. Remember when he pinned? You, we lost our minds. Like, I, I lost my mind. Holy shit! That guy just did a backflip. I remember how old. Maybe it was like nine or ten at the time. I don't yeah. remember. I was like, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. I, I, I had no words. I was speechless. Like now, a guy does a moonsault. <laughs> he didn't even do a four fifty. <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you didn't do a corkscrew. Come on. Yeah, come on. You can't even do a corkscrew. Like. But but then then you saw the cruiserweight stuff and you had never seen anything really like that before. Yeah, and it was like this whole new world of wrestling that had been opened up. Absolutely. And you know you you to this day you hear people criticize that style, oh, the flippy shit, and and yeah. But that's those old school exactly. wrestling wrestlers that don't that only did think hear, of the North American style. Did you hear that huge beef about a year or two ago with um, Osprey and and Vader? 
they had this huge beef because Ricochet and Osprey had this like not fundamental but spot match and and but it was like choreographed to the yeah, T yeah. like such a good match but it well, in his eyes he didn't because like some of those guys are so used to like meat and potatoes like beating the piss out of each other laying it in being snug you know what I mean and they they, they that's how they were they came up in the business right so um that being said though can we move on to the next question yeah. sure cool next question did you like the WCW title or the WWE title shoot WCW man you like the big gold? You, you can't even, even to this day, that's the best title. You can't even, don't even look at me with that question. I'm going to only give you one answer. That's it. Okay. You, you can't see this, but me and Edson are both just pointing at Kyle. Like, the okay. WCW so everybody's title. Everybody's going with WCW dude, title? Sean, you thing, too? That really? thing was, when I saw that thing, I'm like, this thing is fucking gorgeous. This is like a championship belt you want to fight for. Because you know why? It was the only title for the longest time, the only one that had your name on it, the nameplate. It was the only one. So when you won it, you got your name put on it. Now you get your own side plates. If you're John yeah. Cena or now it's Stone stupid, Cold or The Rock, you get a custom title. Like, now it's stupid, but that was the only title from both promotions that even if you want County ECW or any other promotion I can think of, that you when you won it, you got your nameplate put on it. And in exchange, you had to give $20,000 to WCW. Really? While you were the champion. Yeah. Because that, that was like a, uh, what's it called? It was like a deposit. Yeah, basically, if, if something happens to that title, that money went Security. to... Security. Yeah, to, to fix the title. But wonder, that title was $20,000. I wonder if Jericho did that last month. Ho, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also hey, going to go on record and say that I love the hardcore title as well from WWF. That was... The busted up title. Okay, the, so that one with like the they before, had like fucking toilet paper or whatever it was on it. You know, what I mean? it was all <laughs> fucked tape, up. The old paper. WWF title it was the old WWF okay, heavyweight so championship. My choice, my choice was the WWE, the big way, the big eagle, or even the small eagle. I like them both. Eh. Don't don't kill me. I I was a huge Hulk fan back in my day, and when that that eagle the 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 winged eagle belt came out i was just like wow this I, is what'd cool. you what do you think of the smoking skull belt that one was oh, i loved that i, loved I that thought too. that was pretty cool every I like that one. every different interpretation of the championship belt that they had so stone cold had his and then who else did theirs the rock the had rock one. had the rock one. had one the brahma bull what's that never debuted on tv no never debuted right no. But uh, John Cena, John Cena's that was one of my favorites. But I'm talking about like the Attitude Era, not oh, not uh, this they wore, yeah. They yeah. used when I, they had a fucking video game with you could have the the spinny title and you hold the the two trigger buttons and it would spin. And that's all you did. That's all it did. But it was cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Random Making, facts. Getting the most out of that video game purchase, eh, Kyle? Oh, yeah. But I was a kid, man. Random facts kid. from the dawn, Kyle Ferreira. Yeah, Kyle likes the spinny belt. So everybody, I, listen, I'm not I'm not saying that, that the big gold belt wasn't nice. That thing was sweet. No, no, it's a personal it. choice. But what, right. what do you like? For some reason, I like that big eagle belt. Um, I, it just, I, for me, I liked it. Nice big round belt. Even till today, like I like the big, big bold belts. I don't like oh, the yeah. small little dinky. I like I the uh, MLW belts. MLW nice. belts are wicked nice looking, dude. They're I huge. haven't seen them. Yeah, I you haven't gotta go seen see them. it. Gotta go. Every one of their belts are huge, like m- like fat, huge, like ridiculously big. The championship belt is a square, like a big fucking square. The Jacob tag ti- too. The tag titles are huge, round squares. Even their like their TV titles are huge. Their north or middleweight titles. I'm just hearing these titles are squared. I don't yeah. know if I want a square title. Te- who's yeah, the middleweight squared. championship there? It's Teddy Hart, I think. Round square is a circle. What did I say? Yeah, you, you said s- a round square. A oh, round square fuck. is a circle. 
Okay, so the heavyweight yeah. title's a round. That's, that's, that's that a new shape we just discovered. I was just thinking that too. Round I'm like, square. what the hell's a round square? Okay, <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's Jesus, botch number thank one. You. I was trying not to thank botch you. anything today. You guys, can we have that sound effect from, round uh, square. from Price is Hashtag. Right? Hashtag. Yeah, I need, I need like a fucking, like a sound effect. But anyways. Round square, guys. Hashtag round square. Heavyweight title is a square, okay? As a square. I'm, I'm just going to Google it right now. Good, good idea. Tag team champs are big round fucking belts, huge round belts. And I'm not, and the TV title I think is also like a round or a hexagon kind of, but really big is what I'm saying, is what I was trying to get at. Sorry. I, I fucked that up, but it is what it is. That's what I do around here. It's just a round is square. Is this your round square you're talking about? No. No, he's talking this, about this, one, this right one right here. here. That's your round square? This one. That's, that's your round TV square? Title. That's the world title. And then this is the, that's the, the tag, tag titles. titles. Yeah. And Anyways, then, yeah. as we as we but either take way, what up I'm airtime here. What I'm trying to say uh, is they're really big, and I like it. Uh, moving along, actually, it's one of my final questions. But uh, you didn't even ask me. But thanks. Oh, you said you just said you pointed at him about the big gold. Yeah, but what if I wanted to add that I'm also partial to the classic intercontinental but I was asking, championship? I was asking about the heavyweight titles. Though. Oh, okay. heavyweight titles. You like the IC? Well, IC title is a heavyweight title. Okay, so you're an IC title over the US title because I kind of I I, I put those. As they were the same title, like kind of. In my no, opinion. if I, I I'm getting two picks here. It's the the big gold belt is my number one, okay. and then the IC title would be my, number two, my numeral duo. And you, you want the a second WCW pick? United States title? Yes. Yeah. No, that one was the best one. Okay, over the Intercontinental title. Yeah. yeah. Hater. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's over there tweeting or some shit. Did you hear the question? No, I didn't. Hear okay, it. Sorry. he's over it. Right. <laughs> that ship has sailed. He was the first <laughs> one to answer. No, but yeah, he's a big gold guy. Yeah, I was giving him a second chance to give him his second answer. I uh, told you, you can't ask me the co- the the question because I'm only going to give you one. answer. Oh wait, he did the hardcore title and okay, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, okay, moving along. Um, Kyle, favorite faction of that time, dude, dude. Dude, from both promotions. I know you're going to okay, say NWO. Both, no, thank you. Thank NWO. you. From both promotions. Okay. NWO, obviously. Okay. Mark. A fucking DX, man. DX, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's his answer. DX and NWO. Come on. You, you had Mike Tyson and, and fucking Dennis Rodman. Uh, no, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm a sucker for those, like, celebrity, like, yo, when, when Carl Malone was with DDP, that was pretty sick. That was fun, yeah. You know what I mean? Shitty wrestling, but it was good. I don't give it like you. You, you gotta you gotta mix the two. That way, it, it opens up the the audience, right? Right on. It's 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 a business move. Edson's just nodding his head over here shamelessly. Fucking Carl Malone, go <laughs> fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> what the fuck are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about, Carl Malone? That's his PJ Polanco. That's his PJ Polanco. Fuck this guy. Jeez, and <laughs> fuck all that angle. That was the dumbest. What are you going to say now? Jay Leno next cool? Oh, yeah. Fucking Jay Leno. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> As Sean. Oh Sean's doing movements God. over here. Okay, so who are your two favorite factions? Are you going to be a little bit more... Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit slightly different. Okay. okay, one you can't because the NWO was too big, too powerful. It was the reason why you watched the WCW. Mm. One of the main reasons, right? Yeah, at the like, beginning for me, yes. But you know, towards like, the it end, was, no. It was one of the reasons, right? And um, I did like how they broke up NWO Wolfpack. That was a cool. I like the I like the Wolfpack over the, the Wolfpack. original NWO. To be honest, I like the NWO when it started when it was small. Yes, yes, me too. And yeah. then when they um, got so and then damn as you were growing, yeah. Um, but the Four Horsemen. Oh, good answer. But WWE faction. WWE faction. Um, fuck, I like there was to me there was only two. There was DX and there was the Nation. I liked them both. 
Like two major ones. I know they wow, had. Wow, you really just went there. You missed the Heart Foundation, bro. Come oh, on, yeah. guy. Yeah. You just I, no. You I just talked no, about Owen Hart. No, yeah, you just but even and throw Owen it Hart, out there. Owen Hart on the nation. Like to me, to me, I think the nation and what the nation and DX did. They carried that. They carried the WWE. You don't think at the time the original feud between the original DX and the Heart Foundation wasn't no, wasn't good? No, no. Wow. No, because it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't. I didn't look at it as a feud between DX and the Heart Foundation because it wasn't. It was Sean versus Brett. That's what it was. To me, and that's what it was. It was the story was about Brett and Sean because at the time Owen Hart was feuding with uh, Steve Austin. I'm not gonna. And he broke his neck. I'm not gonna. So argue that's with you. like it was never. It was never really official. Heart Foundation versus DX. Uh, to be honest, Heart Foundation didn't have no one to go up against except for Team America in the Canada and uh, that one pay per view. Yeah, that was it. Okay. And you, Mister Uncle Bobby B. Well, no question. I'm an NWO guy. You mark. Uh, it, it's it's for life, man. For life. Son those all those vatos locos for life. You know. Yeah, uh, see? Ese vato. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just because obviously DX as well. But just to be different, I know it was a short-lived faction. But I was a really big fan of the corporation slash the corporate ministry. Oh yeah, hell yeah, uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I in fact, when Raw came to Toronto uh, the, for the first time. I was there, I don't know, fourth row, and uh, I bought my, my stupid sign, and it said, The Corporate Fan, oh, and wow. every time I put it up, some juice monkey behind me would start freaking out, clearly roid rage, like, put the fucking sign down, man, like, everybody who put a sign up, this guy would yell at him until eventually his girlfriend had to escort him out. That's I was just brutal. gonna say, you brought that point up in that moment, or that faction, remember when DX joined them, and it was all the corporate, Yeah. and then they remade the DX theme song with Run DMC, you know, I was just jamming to that tune the other day, no worries, my brother put it on, we were just like, boom, remember this track? Dude, died. Fucking, that, to me, that's still my favorite DX theme song. I jam to wrestling tunes all the time. Okay, so moving on, my factions. Um, I'm going to go with NWA Wolfpack, like we were just talking. I was more of a Wolfpack guy. I don't know why. NWA was great, like we said at the beginning, and then it just got so big. And like I told you before, they just started throwing well, shirts on anybody. Giving, yeah, anybody with two well, feet and a heartbeat yeah, could yeah. be a member. Well, exactly. that's because everyone got tired of jobbing to them. <laughs> yeah, well, shit, shit happens. And when the Wolfpack came and just changed, like Conan really got a good spot there. And then obviously Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Sting, and then Luger even was in it, and I thought that was a great, great, uh, great faction for me in WCW. Um, and then WWE, there's so many, so so many. Um, I think I'm gonna go with with the Hart Foundation, the new Hart Foundation. I just, I, I mean, dude, Brian Pillman, Owen Hart, British Bulldog. It was great, but they didn't have a rival, and it was short-lived, very short-lived. That happened at the end of the the screw job. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it was before the screw job. But at the end, it was just, it was just so, so great seeing all of them in like that Canadian stampede background, all in in one faction. And no, Bret Hart says that was the best time of his life. Yeah, because he would go to America, get booed, come to Canada, or anywhere around the world, and just get like a hero's welcome. And now that they got this new thing in MLW, which is Teddy Hart. Brian Pillman Jr. and 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 uh, Davy Boy Smith, Smith Jr. as well. They got the new Heart Foundation. Or the I new want generation. that shirt. So do Brian I. Pillman, excuse me. <clears throat> Brian Pillman Jr. is awesome. If you haven't seen him, check him out. He's, you got to uh, see him? No, I haven't oh. seen him live. Like no, I've I'd seen like like, like, like yes. footage of him and stuff. He's he's sick. Yeah. Well, that wraps all the questions up for you guys. Okay, I had I, more. I had more questions for you. But I got one. I, I don't know if they were relevant enough. Okay. Because I have one. I have one. I have yeah, one. Go ahead. What's your favorite moment during the Monday Night War? You can pick one or two or three. I was going to say. moment. 
Like you were mentioning moments and stuff that happened. Yeah. What are some of the ones you are your favorite or the ones you remember? Doesn't have to be the number one. Sean, go ahead. Hands up. The final moment that simulcasted on two shows on two oh. different networks. Wasn't that exciting? Yeah, that man. was crazy. When the war ended, right? It broke my heart. Yeah, but did it break your heart as it was happening or did it? Did you feel your heart broken like a few months later? Because I was no. excited to shit that it was happening. No, I knew it was the end. I knew it was the end. Like when my buddy told me I was in denial. No, you're lying. It's not going to happen. Then I saw it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was only happening? a teenager, but I was smart enough to know that not all of those guys are going to have a job in WWE. And there was a lot of guys from WCW that I really liked, like mid-carters that I knew probably wouldn't get over in wwe and wouldn't have a chance there so i was i was carters were the ones who had the chance there though that's the thing because all the main guys stayed home and got paid that's true that is true but uh yeah not not a lot of those guys uh were able to do well some of them were some of them were for sure some of them came out and ran with the ball and did well yeah which is good for them uh kyle do you have any input on that question that it's i was i was gonna go with uh with with sean's uh answer as well there yeah okay edson since you brought up the question or do you want us to go before you okay for me um iconic moment dude do you guys remember okay wcw was in the universal studios or whatever and they did it outside and then they did the gimmick where nwo was invading and they lawn darted ray mysterio against the trailer and cops and ambulances and shit actually started showing up that People wasn't a part. Calling yeah, calling the cops because they, they didn't they know that was, was part of the story yeah. because they thought the invasion was an actual invasion coming from WWE to WCW. Remember when so Big Show fell off a roof? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is that your t- your moment? <laughs> no, fuck no. For WWE, that's my favorite moment. And, or WCW, WCW, sorry. Yeah. And my WWE moment would be, um, man, I, I'd have to say Stone Cold Spring, everybody with beer was a good time. That was a fucking, that was a great time. I mean, not to take away from Sean's, Sean's, answer was a great answer too that was a fucking epic moment like talk just i I feel people bumps coming because which are goosebumps i call them people bumps um i feel that coming just talking about it because dude it was so like simul simul casting that show and it's like dude is this really happening like what am i what is mcmahon doing on wcw tv i had the privilege because of the illegal brown box yeah baby flip Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and and actually see if it was actually uh-huh. happening, and it yeah. was, and I yeah. was like, WTF. Yeah, it's like, and I actually wish they rolled with that a little bit longer than they did. I re- yeah, I really honest. wish they never merged them. Yeah, that would have been cool. Edson, so what's your answer? No, Robbie, oh, Rob. Uncle Bobby uh, B. How do you forget about this guy? I thought he answered already. Forget about Uncle Bobby B, baby. I, don't, um, I got your back, bro. For iconic moment, how about um, Sting coming down, returning? As the return of Sting after he was gone for like oh, a yeah. year. He that started, was epic. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. big. That that freaked me the fuck out. That gave me goosebumps because that Sting character was so amazing uh, when he when it first came out. So uh, and then oh man, WWF probably it, it could be two WWE. St- I, have, well, I, even, I, I, I even said the Jericho thing. I have like, I have a couple of WCW ones I want to name. It doesn't have to be one for me to promote. Jericho just, making just his, moments, his just debut, moments. man. That was so because I knew who Jericho was. Uh, my mouth dropped when I Jericho oh, made his yeah. debut. My I jaw my dropped. Pants. I was like, what the fuck? Question wow. for you guys, though. When that was going down, when the whole, like, uh, the countdown clock was, did you guys have, have a clue it was going to be him at all? Like, Well, well here's the thing. I back was, in our uh, day, sorry, sorry, just let me yeah. finish. Back in our day, we didn't have, like, so much, like, uh, dirt sheets and, like, like we didn't have the internet and access. it was better that way. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. much better, dude. I'm, I'm yeah. going to disagree with you because Not, that's when the dirt sheets came out. I know you're getting out. I know you're getting to. Yeah. But I remember being in computer class, looking up on the internet, looking up all the rumors 
and Eric Bischoff specifically coming out and say, "Yeah, I signed to Jericho back in whatever time it was." Right, just to bury everything, and yeah. then the dirt sheets would come out. No, he didn't sign. Yeah, he did sign. So there was a lot of happening backstage. So when he showed up at the countdown, I was like, "Holy fuck, he signed!" So to me, like the dirt sheets in this that aspect, when it was just first coming out, kind of made it more impactful when he did show up, right? Because you were like, "Holy shit, is he?" Going or is he staying? I had I had no idea. That to fucking be rave shirt and that. I knew, yeah, man. Hair. And I knew who he was, obviously right. because of WCW, but I didn't know what that countdown was. Everybody was speculating, and yep. at the time I was so young that you couldn't tell a difference, right? But they actually spoiled it on WWE.com. Oh, really? Yeah, they spoiled it on their .com that they had signed Jericho. So oh, really? Like the like the people who actually had connection to the internet, they, yeah, they knew. They see, knew ahead of time. See, wow. Me, see, like I didn't have those. You guys keep talking about this brown box shit. I didn't have one of those as a kid. Oh, I didn't man. have I didn't have a computer until I was hey, fifteen. I didn't have internet either. Like, I'm on the same boat as yeah. you. Yeah, I got my first computer when I was like that, that thirteen. Now, oh wow, yeah. <clears throat> See, I didn't have a computer. I didn't have access to that shit. When I was at the library in school, like I'd be printing pictures of all the divas and shit. Oh, and oh, at least you got to print shit. pictures of divas. My school best can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking up pictures of like divas all the time. I would get in trouble. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other story we can, we High can school, get into. High school, puberty, all that stuff. Kicks trying trying to alt-tab between, yeah. like, you know, uh, uh, a naughty site have and no idea how Microsoft have Word. <laughs> yeah, and it would take, like, 30 seconds for the screen to flip over because they were, like, 486s. Right? Nobody's going to even know what that means. It but, took yeah. me a whole day to download a 50-second clip. Like, so, come on. So, Edson, did you say your moment no, already? No, I haven't. Um... There was a couple, man. Like for me, one Goldberg beating uh, Hogan for the title that was huge. Um, Jericho. Um, for me, the Radicals when they showed oh, up, Benoit yeah, cool. and all them. Yeah. Or at the beginning, I was like, "What yeah. the fuck?" But um, the moment that stands and stands out to me and will stand up for the test of time is when Hogan turned heel. I jumped out of joy. I was like, he joined these outsiders when Scott Hall like invaded with Kevin Nash. They had the match, and Hogan came out. Again, Man, again. people were legitimately throwing stuff at Hogan. Yeah, it was awesome. Again, like, again, to to what to that what time a, though, Jesus. we didn't have any access to know, and that the excitement but just to just and originally that hang on, I know what you're saying, and again, I don't mean to cut you off, but like. Bishop didn't know at the time he was going to he was going to have Sting do the turn until like the very the week of yeah. the pay per view yeah. and he said Hogan do you want to do this and Hogan was like this is either going to make me or break me but I'll do it and boom it yeah just, it was whoa. great a great like I said great time arguably arguably to be a wrestling fan then and it's about to happen not, not arguably it was a great time to be a fan uh, okay oh, yeah. fine that's fine no but argument we are now on, arguing we are now on the horizon of the same thing about to happen i believe both promotions want to say it's not but i think there's going to be heavy competition i mentioned this on the last episode there's going to be great competition and it's just great for us and I want to mention to everybody, as everybody knows, I'm not a WWE fan as I used to be, but I am very interested in this whole, the, the new stories that they're going with now on Raw and SmackDown. And NXT obviously is Triple H's baby. I hope it continues to be as interesting. And I hope they do. I'm not saying one's going to buy the other one out or one's going to put the other one out of business. What I'm trying to say is don't be political. Don't stick to one promotion. Give both a chance. Holy shit, we have a huge raccoon that's trying to join us on the show, but it just bolted the other way, thank God. That thing would kick the shit <laughs> out of us. 
That was a well, fat raccoon. That's two shows in a row we've had like special guests. <laughs> Last week was a dog. <laughs> the raccoon wouldn't touch me because it knows I don't eat animals. Oh, <laughs> he he smelled you like this motherfucker's a vegan. I'm out of here. He smells my veggie sub that's in there. I think he's just after your weed, to be honest. Anyways, <laughs> why would the raccoon? Who knows? Maybe he's a stoner like you, man. I'm not a stoner. Okay, fine. That's wow. an outrageous accusation. Yeah, that's, that's oh. slanderous. I'm so sorry. That is he's slanderous. A, he's a he's a connoisseur. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm a cannabis enthusiast. Okay, can we count that as a botch as well? Then I guess. Oh, yeah, I'm, that I'm, is a I'm, huge botch. I'm so sorry, Rob. If I've offended you, buddy, you know I love you. It doesn't matter. One last question, though. I just it's it's ri- I had it written down here on my itinerary, but uh, it was at the bottom. Your best storyline of that time, guys. Best storyline. From both promotions, from one promotion, I, I don't care. I guess I'll go first. Yeah, you, guys you go ahead. Cause let, Kyle, let Kyle think because the, the hamster just started turning in his oh, brain and I he's think, trying to think of a I good one. You got to remember, guys, that was like, I was a young kid. He's man. resuscitating that hamster you know? right now. What okay. are you talking about? Okay, but try to think of something, but okay? Because this, this gimmick, I one of these gimmicks that j- or storylines that just captivate you and just suck you in. How, when Raven showed up and he had that feud with DDP and they talked about Jake and they're referring to Jake the Snake and that whole rehab thing, like yeah, he you know he made you or I made you, he gave me the DDT, like the whole protege thing angle and him trying to get DDP to join the the um, the flock and stuff like that. I thought this is compelling shit here. I like, liked the flock. No, we didn't. Nobody really mentioned that, but the flock no, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, there's another there's another stable that we didn't a mention. Great faction, but yeah. like. A even fraction, though they were but fucked up, but yeah, but like even yeah, but they were the that, misfits though. But that was like, a cool I'm, thing. I'm talking about that whole t- quest where Raven would go out, beat his opponents, get his opponents to join him. Like he is the original, like the fiend and all that stuff to me. That, uh, but uh, the car pulled up here, guys, and we all got scared. Oh, I thought fuck. we were gonna get. I thought it was like a Homer Simpson situation. <laughs> we, were, we were in the garage and we were just gonna get like plowed into unless Jeez. we ran inside. <laughs> right on. But yeah, no, that whole angle with Raven and DDP, fucking, and mentioning the Jake, referring to Jake the Snake, fucking fantastic. Kyle, you ready for this or no? I'm drawing a blank right You're now. You drawing man. a blank? Give him another few seconds. Um, Rob, you know what angle I really thought was cool was uh, when they revealed Vince McMahon as <laughs> Jesus fuck. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm easily startled, and uh, we had. A, a, I, I don't know if that was a prank. Earlier we had. Earlier we had a lot of background noise. My apologies. Earlier we had strong wind, and now we have alarms. Uh, as I was saying, I like the angle where it was Vince McMahon was the, the power that. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah the, the what what, what was, was what did they call it? The ministry. Yeah, the ministry, but yeah. they, the, the the higher power that Undertaker yeah. was was yeah that was a cool angle for me. Actually, and they were gonna they were gonna you bring that up. And they were gonna hang up Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, the, they call it a symbol, but it was a cross. It was a cr- yeah. They put keep, it on a. Cross. They keep calling it a symbol. A symbol. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, that was also one of my favorites because it pertains to a, a, a time that when I was on vacation, Sean Lopes was prank calling me the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we have time to tell this story real quick. The Sean, whole week. Let him tell the story, Sean. Yeah, you agree? Okay, Even go. If this goes on the bloopers. He prank called me the whole week, pretended to be somebody that worked at the hotel. And every time I saw that guy who worked at the hotel, he had no idea that that, <laughs> the guy, that, that Sean was prank calling me, but he played along with it. Oh, my God. So then at the end of our vacation, Sean looked at me at breakfast and he said, it was me all along. And I'm like, where, where have I heard that before? Sean is Vince McMahon. And he's Jeez. like, it was me all along. And I'm That's like, awesome. you bastard. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. It's fucking epic. Um, so for me, uh, before the screw job was Brett and Sean, uh, 
um, the whole storyline, the whole promos they would cut, the whole sunny days thing that drew all kinds of attention uh, in the background, in the in the back, in the front, and how they legitimately to the towards the end hated each other was just uh, good. I, I enjoyed it for me, and also uh, for WCW, I had Savage versus Flair. The story that they had when when Elizabeth became one of Flair's um, entourage, entourage girls, yeah. girls or whatever, and it was just driving Savage crazy. But that was part of the wars or pre-wars. Was it pre-wars? That's pre-wars. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Like pre-official. I'm I'm saying that the war started with my favorite storyline, which is the invasion. Right. That's okay. the shots that were fired. Okay. Well, with the NWO form yeah. and stuff like that. And Scott Hall showing up and stuff. So okay. I went a little too far back, but I enjoyed that Sorry, storyline. That's what I. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, you're probably right, and I'm probably most likely wrong, like always. <laughs> but it's okay. That's my my choice, anyways, back was, then. That that feud didn't happen on Nitro. That was probably on Saturday night or whatever. No, no, no it, was it was on Nitro. It was on Nitro. It was on Nitro. It was, I remember yeah, what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. If, if you want to consider that Nitro going on primetime, that initial. Like show being the first shot fired, then yeah, that's war. But I think that the real war I started think, at the invasion. I think, well, I think the shots started just before the invasion when Eric Bischoff would leak out what happened on Monday Night Raw, right? The day of. That happened at the start. That happened at the start of Nitro, right? Yeah. But that was before the invasion happened, just before. So. Yeah, so the birth of Nitro is. This, is the start yeah, of the when Lex Luger yeah. showed up on then, Nitro. Yeah, valid point, Steve. You didn't yeah. watch that one. You didn't it watch it. No, you didn't watch it. I agree. Yay! No. Someone light a firecracker. To me, the Monday Night War started when the first episode of Nitro happened and Lex Luger showed up on Nitro, right? Because he was still he, his contract expired the night before and he told Vince he was going to sign and then he shows up the next night on Nitro. So to me, that's when the war started, right? Because to me, Lex Luger was a guy that I'm like, what, what Lex Luger's on WCW now? Lex Luger was... Uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> Lex Luger. Lex Luger was supposed to be the heir to Hogan's yeah. throne for yeah. WWE. So yeah, that was, yeah, big yeah. deal. That was huge, man, yeah. Just uh, checking the emails here. We got no questions, but I got a question for you guys. Go ahead. Uh, turning point for you when W you knew, uh, or when WWE would have won. What was the turning point of this whole war that made WWE win? Can I go first? Yeah, go, go ahead. for it. Uh, McMahon versus Austin. Okay. Really? And, uh, right. being, you want to like, elaborate? That was the turning point. That was period. The turning point. Is you when think so? well, I got, if you want to really click onto it, is the Montreal screw job when Mr. That's, McMahon yeah, became when a character. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, but that's that storyline is really what yeah. pushed yeah. it ahead. Yeah, absolutely. He's screwing over the boss, beating up the yeah. boss. Between that, the time AOL Warner boss with yeah. like a kick in the nuts and a start. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. like yeah. The Time Warner AOL merger pretty much killed I fucking WCW thought too. WCW, I thought WCW was gonna win. When uh, the screw job happened, I'm like, Vince, you're fucked. You just screwed over your blow. Bret Hart said he was going to WCW, and you know Bischoff was rolling with it. They were rolling with him. Like, hey, it's nice to work for a company that I won't get screwed or a referee won't screw me, whatever. Like, they went with that. Well, and w- I thought initially WCW WWE was done, and then Austin came, and that whole angle came. And yeah, but right. you, in retrospect, do you think if they actually gave Bret Hart a push that he should have got in WCW, the the tables would have been? The, the, That's the, hard to say. Like if Bret Hart and Hogan came, if Bret Hart and Hogan happened, maybe that would have been a different situation. Um, if they utilized Bret Hart, but I got this. Maybe not because Austin, like that heel turn or that screw job, made Vince McMahon a heel, and he was white hot. Like to, everyone talks about Austin and how he. Create the attitude error and save WWE. He didn't. Vince McMahon did, becoming the heel. There wouldn't be At no. At the end of the day, Vince McMahon there, wrote there the was, story. There would not be no Steve Austin stunning a boss if Vince McMahon didn't embrace being the bo- evil boss. Like, you know what I mean? 
Do you know where that character was actually developed, though? And I'll argue that you could have had anybody else. You could have had Bubba Ray Dudley instead of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that gimmick would have worked. Because Vince McMahon was that good of a heel. Hell yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. But... Did you guys question. all answer Edson's question? Or your, no. your, your, your My question? question? Yeah. I, I think I did. Was no, best storyline, right? I think right? we're all in agreement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that, that, that was the it. The screw job was a turning between point. Between the Time, AOL, Time Warner AOL merger, the, the screw job, um, and the, the, the resulting Austin McMahon feud, McMahon character, the Mr. McMahon character, that was the turning point. That's what killed WCW. So can I pose maybe like a fantasy booking question to everybody here? Book one match that at their prime, like WWE versus WCW. Sting versus Taker. That's not mine. That's mine. Okay, that's yours? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to answer afterwards. So Steve already went, Rob. Can I have two? Can I have two? Okay, go. Hogan versus Austin. Okay, in their prime. During the Monday Night War era, you mean, right? What was the question? I'm sorry. Fantasy book a match between both uh, cross promotions. I can't talk today. Ooh. That shit's contagious, Steve. Man. Steve, you go while I think. I just did. I did twice. I said Undertaker Sting, and I said Hogan versus. Uh, but the Undertaker during that promotion, that time, was the American Badass. No, he wasn't. That yeah, he was, was way after no, the no, Monday Night. No, that was after. No, 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 no. no that was no, after. two thousand, dude, dude. Ministry. Was, I'm talking okay, to Ministry cool, days, okay, okay. like the uh, Attitude Era days. Okay, fair enough. He fair didn't. Enough, he enough, he enough, didn't become enough. it until after SmackDown was okay, born. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. Sorry. Damn, I don't know. That's a good one. I'm thinking of Ric Flair, but he did he did do a stint in uh, in WWE, and and Ric Flair Hogan happened many times, and apparently just didn't it wasn't any good. Like they did it at a lot of house shows, and just never really it never really clicked. Yeah, but is it something that you would have wanted to see? No, probably not. Like what I would have wanted to see was like Ric Flair Macho Man, but I got to see that like WrestleMania eight, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, well, you've seen it on WCW too. Yeah, exactly. Like I mentioned. Um, <clears throat> Can this be a retrospect one? Like, in retrospect, now knowing how good yeah. talent... Okay. Owen Hart versus Chris Jericho. Mm, that'd be a good one. That's a hell of a fantasy booking. And you know what? Jericho says the same thing. He would love to do that match. I'm going to go with what uh, what Steve said there. Stone Cold versus uh, Hogan. Can I get another one? Can I get another okay, one? Okay, quick before I say mine. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit in WCW versus... <sighs> Oh, man. There's so many names I want to throw right now. Uh, Chris Benoit in a WWE Battle Royal. There you go. Yeah, I'd I'm like to have Chris Benoit versus Ken Shamrock. That would be cool, yeah. That would have been awesome because yeah. two, two guys who can go. And uh, I would have liked to have seen the Outsiders and the New Age Outlaws. I think that would have been fun. To be honest, I would love to see like Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero yeah. because it never really happened. You want to know? Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. In WWE? They didn't have a, they didn't have a story. Cross, cross, cross. I know, I know, but I'm just... I'm just just You're botching. <laughs> you want you <laughs> Edson is a stickler you guys for the rules. No mine. Yeah. And it was advocated for and never happened because every wrestler told the, the guy that if this guy actually shows up here, he's gonna kick your ass. And that's Eric Bischoff versus Vince McMahon. Oh, oh yeah. Oh wow. Who's gonna kick his ass? Who would kick whose ass? McMahon. McMahon Everybody said yeah. McMahon is like yeah. Shooter, and he would have even with okay, Bischoff's. Yeah, even with Bischoff's uh, martial karate arts. backwards, uh, yeah, backwards background. background. Yeah, holy shit! Ocho's gonna kill me, man. I, I, I'm gonna have to agree. Having watched a lot of fights, both in real life and on TV, I've seen many people get their asses kicked. Um, the general rule is, if you control the head, you control the body, and that's a wrestler's 
move. Kyle, keep this in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wrestled so, in high school. I know what it is. Man. So I'm not talking about yeah. wrestling. <laughs> so I could see. I could see. No matter how many. Karate strikes, Bischoff is going to throw, McMahon's going to grab him just by the shoot. friggin' head and, and just, just put him in him. a headlock yeah. and probably choke him out. Hogan was the first to say, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to come here and he's going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And let's not forget, yeah. Vince McMahon is fucking jacked. Like, he was at that time. He probably still is. I, I would like to see him just throw out matches in my head, but like, how about when the Macho Man was mad, the madness? Remember that? Against, like, Mick Foley or something like that. The car, or, like, Raven versus Mick Foley. Like, the hardcore matches they could can, do. Can I rewind oh, it? Like, Vampiro versus yeah, I was going to say, I was yeah. going to say that. Two great minds think alike, dude. I yeah, love it. Or something like that. No, not you Foley. I, mean? I want Cactus Jack versus Vampiro. Like, in a deathmatch style I, match, dude. Just Yeah, I just know. Shit just, blowing I'm just shooting, up. And- I'm just shooting <laughs> stuff out, right? Like, stuff like that. Um, no, yeah, I would stick looking back Owen Hart versus Chris Jericho. I think it'd be a five star like beauty. Yeah, that would be a great match, great match, great match. I was gonna mention some ECW stuff, but uh, I kind of I don't know. They were a part of the Monday Night Wars, kind of in the they background. They weren't on Monday nights, <laughs> but they weren't on Monday. They didn't have syndication. They were just a small it time was promotion. A supply. It yeah, was a supply to talent. They were, they were an indie promotion. It's, it's what Impact is now. Impact supplies AEW and WWE with storylines and talent. If you look at the last two, like AEW and WWE, like I, I, I'll stand by it. You saw Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes, but before that, I saw Rich Swan versus Sammy Callahan say the same storyline, brother versus brother, like the same idea. Right, and then you mentioned about uh, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Strass. Well, we had Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. So again, it first started at Impact, and they're plucking talent from Impact, and they're plucking storylines from Impact. Impact is the modern day ECW in my mind. But ECW was also a little more focused on the hardcore side of things, which was more of a. At least here, it was more of a newer thing. In Japan, it's they've been doing that shit forever. But yeah, but dude, they had some really good storylines. Absolutely, they did. Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, Taz Sabu. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just like not those mention th- those flock guys. There's though, were another fucked moment up we didn't then. mention, but it had to do with it too much. But when Taz showed up and choked out Kurt Angle, I thought that was up. That was a good time too. Well, I kind of. St- pinned out that fantasy booking between promotions but a match actually did happen What's that? between Taz of and WWE Mike and Mike Awesome, awesome Mike of WCW for the ECW title on the ECW show yeah. see this is why I think That's we should have right. mentioned the, EC- the ECW but I kind of eh I mean, That's more of ECW history than like Monday Night Wars. Well, since right. we're on the topic, do you think they would have survived if they had a TV deal? No. No. You no. don't think so? No. They couldn't no. keep their talent. They wouldn't have been able to still pay them as B- much as Bischoff, WWE, WCW. Bischoff said it best, and I agree with him. It was always designed to be a small indie promotion because it was a very niche concept. Hardcore wrestling was very niche. Even sometimes when they had, like, you had, um, I don't want to say Too Cold Scorpio. Is it Too Cold Scorpio? Yeah. 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 Some of his matches were so barbaric, I just turned it off. I'm like, this is stupid. This is or, not wrestling. Or are you thinking of uh, New Jack? Maybe New Jack. Jack. Yeah, maybe yeah. New Jack. Sorry, thank you. But, yeah, like, it's the same guy, I think. And I don't know. Like, that was very niche. You when you think Too Cold small, Scorpio, just think Flash Funk. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Right? Flash Funk. Jeez. Jeez. But, like, yeah. <coughs> Anyways... I think we've uh, touched base on the exciting time of the Monday Night Wars and the exciting time we're about to have, like I mentioned before, with the Wednesday Night Wars. Can we dub it that at this point? Like, People don't want to call it that, but I think the fans are starting to call it that. Um, it's going to be exciting. We're going to see what's going to happen next week. We're a week out. It's uh, you guys, sorry to cut you off. Did yeah. you see any shots fired between the promotions? Not yet. Like, not like it's too early. Like we did Monday nights? No? It's too early yet just to tell. We'll see... 
Um, Triple H has come out and said he's going to do his own thing, and Tony Khan has said he's going to do his own thing. So at the end of the day, I believe... And I believe believe that. Shot was fired through Kenny Omega calling the NXT guys all uh, developmental talent, and we're actually going to have stars. So yeah, Shot was fired via Kenny. Yeah. Was that 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 one of those drunken... Like didn't Adam no funny? didn't Adam Cole oh. reply to that too? I remember seeing a tweet of Adam Cole replied to that. What Kenny did was I think it was a tweet and then Kenny used it on a BTE bit. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah no, but it was said first. Well, so. hey, if they're gonna start firing shots, I mean, it's good for us, I guess, right? We'll see what's gonna happen uh, out of it. Um, yeah. So basically, we're gonna wrap up this podcast. I just want to do a quick shout-out to uh, my friend, obviously, Dave Godspeed, Ocho and Ortiz podcast. Go listen to those guys on every major uh, platform. Go check out their shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, they also have other stores, Spreadshirt.com, front slash Ocho and Ortiz, and Tee Public front slash Ocho and Ortiz. Why do you look at me? Because I'm just making sure I did it right. I don't know. I don't have it written in uh, front of me. I, didn't, I don't have it written either. I'm, I'm just rolling with it. it and of, good. And Sometimes of course, I think he's looking at you like you're holding a sign. Yeah, I was hoping. I was kind of hoping. Read off. Read I just, this. No, I just wanted to give you the creator. I'm the teleprompter. <laughs> That's it, a teleprompter. <laughs> yeah, so go check out the guys there. Uh, we recently, obviously, Sean mentioned earlier, he got to get on the pod and uh, Matt was on majority of the pod that they did live from Greektown this past Sunday. Uh, I also got to uh, air a little bit of my grievance because apparently I was being buried the whole show. So I'm excited. I want to hear what these arseholes had to say about me while I wasn't around. Uh, tough guys on the mic, but uh, yeah, we uh, we love Ocho and Ortiz at the end of the day. Good guys. Um, also, of course, you need to go check out our Pro Wrestling Tees shop at uh, Stogie Mania. Uh, we got three designs there right now. Every uh, every shirt, obviously, we've mentioned before. Proceeds are gonna. We're trying to. Uh, I don't even know if Matt's got this ball rolling anymore at all. He's real busy with a lot of shit. So, um, do our own kind of charity show. Uh, also, check us out on Twitter at Stogie Mania, on Instagram at Stogie Mania, on Facebook Stogie Mania Wrestling Podcast, and I think I got them all. Oh, and, and I've recently just, um, we created an email for the fans. If you guys ever want to just give us a kind of, uh, I mean, like comments, suggestions, I called it a suggestion box, basically. Um, if we, if like, I want to try to be more interactive with, with our subs and our followers. Um, maybe before we do a show, I'm going to give you guys a topic that we're going to be talking about. And then basically just shoot us shoot us an email or whatnot and give us some input and we can talk about it. Or in in, in between ourselves, I'll uh, make it clear who the, who sent the message and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what we got going right now. Uh, our next wrestling show, I don't think I'll be going, but I think it's Destiny Haywire. Yes. Anybody else, Rob? You going? Oh, to that? I'll be going to Destiny Haywire. Uh, I'll that's, probably be going to uh, some other shows in between there. Oh. That's the show on. Um, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Nah, I'm working that weekend. Unfortunately, I won't be. Able I to will make be. It, uh, I will be going to Comic Con on Saturday, October fifth, oh, to right. meet uh, Kenny Omega and Rio. That is and Rio. sick. Yeah, that should be a good wow. time. Are you gonna take a bullet for the team and take her shirt and get it autographed? I'm like, I'm kind of like, I should probably wear a Kenny Omega shirt. I don't know if I'm gonna take our shirt. But I'm not I'll, telling you to take our shirt. We have an actual shirt that. No, a- I know the shirt with all the, yeah. the AEW yeah. people that signed it. Yeah. But you, uh, you gotta play the game. Tell them which one is uh, MGF's yeah, signature. Yeah, you gotta ask them which one MGF's signature. Ask Rio because she'll be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no I, I, uh, 
Actually, what's really funny is I have a... a that f- is so stupid. Like, wow. Well, I'm just... Just what? wow. She speaks English, first of all. No, Second, she doesn't. Wow. Let's hope we didn't offend anybody with She's, that comment. I didn't offend anybody. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to offend her. Just uh, ask so Steve. that was a joke. She Please, understands. We don't want any hate mail. Listen, Please. Listen, listen, listen. It says F-U on it, okay? How the fuck can't you understand what F-U means? And, and she's definitely going to know who it is. Everybody knows. Dude, Brandon Cutler held the shirt for two seconds, and he's like, wait, MJF signed your shirt? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, he's like it was that. Yeah, yeah, he knew right away, like right away. And then, and then we did it with. Um, it wasn't sorry. No. What? What's that? No, SCU. Oh Never yeah, mind. we did. We did it with SCU as well. Hey, what, what, where are you? Go, where are you getting out with this? Anyways, let me get back to what I was gonna yeah, say. Go my uh, one of my friends speaks some Japanese, so he's gonna teach me how to how to very very politely in Japanese ask her to touch my bottom. Why? I thought ask her out. <laughs> no, no, because apparently there, there's a way of asking this in Japanese that's like super, super polite that she'll like find it funny that oh. I even and know this phrase. Or you're catching a slap. Or I'm catching a slap. So I'll be sure it's like the last thing I say. That'd be hilarious. Because I'll be on my way out anyways. That'd be good so times. we'll see how that goes. That'd be good times. Yeah. May the force be with you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, well, I, that's uh, that's about it for the Stogie Mania podcast tonight. I'm the one, Savage Steve. To my left, we got Uncle Bobby B. Take care. Brother's haircut. Brother of haircut. Brother's haircut. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. Man. I got I to gotta get You know how much editing everybody. Sean's going to have to do? He doesn't do it. Done? He just lets no, it happen. No, no. We're gonna I'm, let, we're I'm gonna the botch, man. Doon, doon. Take care, everybody. And the one, the Don, Kyle Ferreira. See you later, guys. And you can't hear the creator, Sean Lopes. Oh, wait, he's coming up on the mic. The creator slash teleprompter. Take care, comb your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, guys. Take care, brush your hair. Welcome everyone to the Stogie Mania Podcast, episode 21. Join us tonight as we rhyme the... Re- ah, start over the Fuck, it always right there. Go, go. What? I'll try just be, keep it on I'll your lap. I'll try to be quiet when I'm smoking my, my huevo. No, you're pretty good. Everybody set? I usually, just, I usually just lean off to the side like this. Are we all set? That's the angles. Have you seen Meta in person? She's, she's probably fucking, 300 she's, pounds. She's fucking catfishing your butt. Yeah, those are the angles. Are we recording now? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I got a couple of those on, on Tinder where I'm like, oh, you look cute. But it's a filtered picture. And then I get to the last photo of like seven and it's like. Poof. Okay. Can we do this now, guys? Sorry. Do it yeah, up. There you go. There's the, the end of the, 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 the podcast. Right there's there. The blo- there's the bloopers. <laughs> Tinder. Goddamn. Anyways, here we go. <laughs>